Hello and welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One podcast with an American accent. I'm Anna. And I'm Ellen. And this is episode two of our podcast. Ah, Crazy. (laughs) Crazy indeed. Um, So yeah, this is uh, our first episode where we're going to actually have a race to talk about. Yes, race down under. Yes, the thunder from down under. I don't know if there was any thunder from down under. It was somewhat boring and also of course the difficulty for us poor americans and people in the western hemisphere in general having to wake up for this thing if you wanted to watch it live you didn't watch it live right i i (laughs) so i did watch the first 10 laps promptly fell asleep (laughs) woke up with 10 laps left and turned it off (laughs) yeah yeah it's i mean it was uh, god i like by the way if anyone's listening who doesn't live in the U.S., um, hello. Uh, but if you're if you're in Europe, for example, and if you were complaining about being up at six or seven or something like that in the morning, I would like to tell you that to is- whom it may concern. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Valtteri Bottas, I mean, we are waking up at that hour every time, basically. <laughs> so Tip- that's a typical like- race. Yeah. Whereas this one actually challenged us yeah. by it being for in our time zone where Elle and I are, it was uh one AM, right? No, it, it was actually midnight. midnight, eleven fifty five. That's right, midnight. PM. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So like for, in the US it was sort of not that bad if you're on the West Coast, like LA for them it would have been what, ten, right? Yeah. Yeah, so ten so that like that would have been doable. Yeah. But midnight, uh we're <laughs> <laughs> I I will say last year I was in Portland and actually we can talk about this when we get to another segment but I was in Portland during Monza and I tried to wake up to watch it and I I could not it was legitimately 4 a.m. I was like <laughs> oh yeah no that's that's yeah I, I that's not pleasant I did go back and rewatch it because it was a great race but I could not <laughs> so I try I really tried to do at first I was like like we talked about this last week remember I was like yeah I'm not going to be able to do live like there's no way that's too late I'm going to be tired I'll just like wake up and watch it in the morning and that was sort of my plan but then like you know there's the the, the build up and the excitement and everyone's going to watch it live and I'm like I don't want to be left out of the fun so I was like okay I can do this I can do this I tried to take like a disco nap I know a few kids know what that means and of course I don't either because it's not like I was alive back then <laughs> but that's what they actually called like people like if you were going to go out to like Studio 54 or whatever you know yeah like you're going to go out at like whatever midnight or whenever like you would take a nap earlier in the day to like have the energy to go out I would do that in college there you go so I tried to do that it kind of helped but I started watching I like fell asleep like really close to the start of the race <laughs> <laughs> and I and then I wake up and it's uh, 1240. So I've missed the first 40 minutes. And I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad yet. I might as well watch it now. Um, so I started, you know, watching on a delay on F1 TV. And, and then I just I went from there. So it was okay. I was definitely Yeah, I definitely then it was over. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. I guess I could sleep a little more but then (laughs) I'm like I'm very confused I don't know what to do it was very strange yeah um I I'm I'm glad there's only one race out there my god well Suzuka is gonna be difficult well yeah I know I know I don't don't, don't remind me (laughs) is that that's gonna be like a similar type of time yeah so so I believe um I know for sure Tokyo is 14 hours ahead of us and I believe that Australia or Melbourne is 
15. So, it's so it'll be it's similar. similar. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I'm going to, that's, I'm going to want to watch that one live too because. I've yeah. not yet seen a Suzuka race. Neither of us I, technically yeah, have of seen us. a modern one. So, and this is like a big deal. Suzuka is a big deal. I'm going to have to try to figure out a way to stay up for that. Uh, okay. Problems we can deal with later. In the meantime, <laughs> um, a little bit of housekeeping before we start talking about stuff. Just wanted to let you guys know that if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed, I'm not sure what you're doing with your life. <laughs> And also, how are you listening to it? Maybe on our website, but like, that's not fun. You want to listen to it on your podcast app of choice, I'm sure. And it's better that way because then it lets you know when there's a new episode, etc. So please subscribe. It's really easy to do from our website. You just go there and hit the little subscribe button. And if you have any problems, please tweet us or email us. Our Twitter is at racing underscore incident, or you can email us at racing incident pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com if you have any problems subscribing through there because sometimes it can be a little buggy we can help you um just um email us or tweet us and we'll help you out and then just a few quick things i did a little guest appearance on uh, pit lane parlay which is this great uh show where they cover uh formula one and indycar and in fact the guy um the like main guy on their mic he he goes to actually all the indycar races and covers them he has a press pass so he goes to all the races and I've actually, I think they may have sucked me into IndyCar a bit, even though we talked about mostly about F1. But anyway, I will put a link in our show notes to that if you guys want to check it out. And just this was a little bit of a while ago now, but we weren't doing the podcast at the time that I did this. Um, so I did a also a little, you can see a video of me talking about episode five of Drive to Survive, which is the Monza episode on Slow Pit Stop is another great fan podcast that you guys should check out if you haven't. They did a can't watch, won't watch series about Drive to Survive because the two guys who host that show, one of them couldn't watch it because he like didn't have the time and the other one refused to because he was still angry about Abu Dhabi. So they were like, well, what if you go to a party and people are talking about Drive to Survive? You know, I want to be able to pretend I've seen the episodes without having seen them. So they had a person talk about a different person talk about each episode, all, all 10 episodes. So I did episode five. There's a little video on YouTube. I will put a link to that. I think that's it for the housekeeping. Yeah. I just want to say, you know, big thanks to the guys at, you know, Pit Lane Parlay and Slow Pit Stop for having you on. Yeah. Yeah. And in the future, for sure, we'll have Elle as well come along to do stuff, too, with just uh, some scheduling issues this time. But yeah, the, the Pit Lane Parlay one, I was like, okay. I And this is something I just briefly wanted to, to talk about the fact that apparently... I'm going to I think I'm going to get into IndyCar like somewhat. I don't know if I'm going to like watch every race or, you know, really get because there's only so many hours in, in the day. Yeah. And then sometimes they're at the same time as the F1 races, which is funny. <laughs> and then I'm going to probably pick F1. But but I uh, I had no idea. I don't know. People are listening to this who know about IndyCar will think this is hilarious and I'm a moron. But IndyCar races are really cheap to go to. Did you know this, all? Yes and no, kind of. So I had mentioned just briefly when we started talking that I was out in Portland during Monza. While I was there, I was visiting my sister and there was a IndyCar race at the Portland International Speedway and I had wanted to go, but it was already sold out by the time I had made all these plans to to head out there and I, I want to say that the weekend was literally like $60 something yeah, very yeah, inexpensive that's, parking that's was like so 15 cheap. bucks so cheap um, 
So I would love to go. I would love to go to the Portland race. You know, I'd, I'd like to go to any of them. Yeah, I was I was actually shocked at how, how cheap it was. And I think a single I day mean, was like $25. Yeah, yeah it is It is ridiculously and it, cheap. And it's like, it's general admission. It's like you just get in yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. you see all the, you know, I know at specifically at that Portland race, I'm sure at other IndyCar races as well, they have like the different kind of junior support series going on mm-hmm. and they have, you know, different like. The, yeah, there's other support like, series that I call will them race. Like, like, I think sometimes there will be an IMSA race also. Yes. And I was going to say, like, the, um, you know, the, those like. There's other things like. Oh, those like in between baseball inning games. Like those, <laughs> like where they're like having the Dunkin' Donuts uh, mascot running running the bases. They have stuff like that. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that takes me back to all those things. That's like, I feel like that's not just in baseball, right? Like, I yeah. feel like so many sports leagues do that sort of thing, right? right. Like, there's something like that at basketball games yeah. always, it's too. It's like, will the, the Dunkin' Coffee Cup or, or like the hockey, I feel win. like I remember, yeah, I remember seeing at some uh, hockey, like a, like an NHL game, that I, I think it was. There was during like half, not halftime because they have, you know, periods, mm-hmm. but during one of the breaks between periods, they had like these little, like tiny kids, like playing a little yes. mini hockey game. It was like the cutest thing so ever. Cute. I love stuff like that. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had no idea about this, and so because like you know when I was on the show with these guys, they they were like, yeah, we're gonna get you into you know they're like we'll convert you. I'm like, okay, like you're not gonna have to work that hard probably because I already um you know kind of think IndyCar is cool yeah. and like it. Also, the part that for me was that just blew my mind is when Mike, the guy who goes to the races, but I assume this other guy knows about it too is that you you can get like a ticket which is the the equivalent of like what you know a paddock pass would be for an f1 race and and you get to it's not like at at, at f1 races most people know i'm sure that yeah at an f1 race no one goes on the grid um as people know who of course have uh watched uh f1 races but so yeah mike told me that in an indycar race you you buy this pass that like might cost slightly more than the regular ticket. And he said at some races, it's not even a separate ticket. Like you can just oh. with your regular ticket. Um, I think he said Road America is one of those. That's, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because now, of course, I looked up where all the races are. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where's the closest race? Okay, here's this one. And, of course, you know, I'd love to go to the Indy 500, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, you know, you'd really want to go there for, like, not just a day. That's a weekend. Yeah, exactly. It's, an event. it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's also not that expensive though. Like you yeah, would no, think that it would be more expensive right. because it's like the event of the IndyCar season. Mhm. But actually not that expensive. No, they're none of them are that expensive. It's like amazing. Like I don't understand. I kind of have a lot of questions about why they're so cheap. <laughs> And why F1 races are so expensive. I don't inflation? know. I, yeah, I don't well, know. I but purposeful inflation. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Inflation on purpose. Yeah. The, um, to the, fleece it's a, people. It's a, yeah. A Bernie tax, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It might be. It might be. Right. Because like Bernie famously would say like, you know, why do I want like he he didn't care about like younger fans, which now Liberty very much does. But Bernie used to be like, well, what I want people who can like buy the Rolexes or the things that right. are like my sponsors, you know. And yeah, um, and, but that yeah, that I mean, that's still technically the case in terms of the ticket prices, because who can afford these tickets? You know, 
I mean, some yeah. of them are more reasonable than others. And of course, if you live in the vicinity of a race that you don't have to fly to and pay for a hotel and such things like that, then it's more reasonable. Uh, so you said, so you get this ticket. You can go on the grid before the race. You can walk up and down the grid. You can see the cars. You can like meet the drivers. You could talk to the drivers. I mean, if they're there hanging out, maybe they could be doing something else. You know, I was like, what? What? You get to yeah. do what? I, I'm, I don't understand. And I'm I was like, well, find do- um, Joseph Newgarden. I believe he's the guy. I think he just he just won, right? He's the guy who just won last this past weekend, uh, right? N- uh, was it him? No, 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 no. Newgarden wasn't Newgarden the one that an- ended up on the garden that like the he he crashed into like the little. Um, I thought I saw on Twitter that he won, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I could look no, it I up right it, now. I think it was someone. Look it up. Look it up. I think it was someone else. This is embarrassing for if any IndyCar fans are listening. Sorry, we're not. You know, we're not there yet. Uh, w- with IndyCar, uh, I can I know who won the F1 race, so you know. <laughs> but yeah, I was yeah, like, it was so t- yeah the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. It was Joseph yes. Newgarden. Okay, okay, because okay. I had read that Roman Grosjean was winning and was like gonna maybe no, win. he never he never did. He was I watched part of it. Okay. I watched uh, towards the end. He was he he got second though, which is exciting, and it was that was his first podium as an Andretti driver. So. That's cool. Uh, and I know this is technically a Formula One podcast. Sorry, people. But IndyCar, super cheap. I mean, for our American listeners, like, I'm telling you, you, you need to look into this because I think for us, I looked it up once. I like did the, I priced it out. Like Montreal is the least expensive, yes. actually, in terms of um, in terms of the ticket price and, and still a lot. And we would still have to travel there, right? Fly there, pay for a hotel, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, we have some IndyCar races that are sort of driving distance, like they're under four hours away or yeah, under think, three hours in some cases. I so think Road like, America is probably... Yeah, it's only like two and a half, I think, or something to that That's effect. That's not bad. It's, it's not that bad. And so I'm like, well, this is, you know, this is tempting, and I think we might try to go to a race. We will report back. So, yeah, that's that. And I think we should talk about the race. I want to just preface this, though, by saying <laughs> okay. um, that in general... When we talk about the races, it's probably going to be somewhat different than the way other shows do it. I feel mm-hmm. like I just want to put it out there. And, and that's kind of our goal, too, to do something different. You know, like we promised you guys that we want to do because it's like, you know, I mean, of course, everyone talks about the races. And of course, we're going to yeah. talk about the race. But like, you know, I don't want to go through the whole thing. I don't want to do like, a, you know, you, you presumably you saw the race and I, there's no need to like rehash you know what happened I never you know so it's like so we'll we'll I feel like we'll just like hit the highlights right like, yeah just like the, we'll hit the highlights mm-hmm. give you our hot take on the highlights yeah anything that we've considered you know that's really a standout thing or or, or stuff from the weekend in general too because there was a lot of hilarity um <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of hilarity this weekend um overall in Australia so um, yeah, so I'll like I'll I'll, I'll uh, go to you first. Okay. Like, what's what was your overall impression of the race in general? My main takeaway is that I want to go to Australia. It looks very pretty. <laughs> like like this, I'm driving through Albert Park. I was like, oh, this looks so pretty. Like this looks really nice. Oh, we have parks just like that here. Yeah, but it's we in have, Australia. We have the same parks. Okay, we don't have the, we don't have uh, the palm trees, but other than that, it's uh. the same. <laughs> 
this seems nice. I'm like, You're oh, like, it's so nice. great. It's, it's so like... nice. Like, it's like the same reason I watched the Masters, which is on this weekend, because I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Like, God, I just want to go there. I want to watch some golf. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch golf at any other point. Yeah. But yeah. well, that's well, not true. Sometimes I, is, sometimes I do, but yeah. it's. I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. Like I just, <laughs> I want to drive a car through here. Um, but other than that, I think the main takeaway is that the cars, and this is something that we were we knew because the regulations changed. It's going to be different than it has been before. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't think we're going to see this kind of domination. It's going to be, you know, cars that we assume should be doing well, not doing well. And then, you know, Alex Albon going like, you know, 57 laps on. <laughs> I think like almost the all same of tires. Like he pitted on like the last lap, yeah. I think, like, because you have to. So you for have people to that don't know you have to pit because you have to run Two more than tires. one different tire compound. In the course of any race, and of course, sometimes people pit more than once, but um, but you have to pit at least once. Yeah, otherwise and you get like a 30-second penalty, I believe. Yeah, it's like really like you'd be, you know, that would be obviously really bad. Um, although we saw some other penalties uh, this um, this weekend that were also... <laughs> I mean, like, like Lance Stroll getting, uh, um, uh, whatever, the, whatever penalty they gave him for the, um, collision during qualifying. Yeah. Like they, it was during qualifying, right? I'm it's all like blending together in my head now. It's all blending together in my head as well. I believe it was qualifying. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. I should. Anyway, yeah. him, that crash with him and Latifi, I have to say, I was like, I, I cannot believe that this is happening again. And it was actually a bit more Lance's fault. But, you know, so, like, I guess props to Latifi. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> but why, it was just... I'm willing to give, like, more, what's the word, slack to Latifi. I don't know why. But I don't... <laughs> I mean, I know why Lance Stroll is still an F1, because his dad owns a team. But he should not be there anymore. Also, let's just get into Aston Martin. I don't what think either of them should be there. I don't happen. feel like either of them should be there. Latifi or... Um, let both i don't i don't i'm sorry like i i uh i can't i can't make a case for either of them still being there you know like he did show latifi showed some improvement last year he did he did and maybe he will again this year too like but but this is just the this is i mean we're gonna have to see something really big from him for me to change my mind on this i feel like we're gonna have to see him like you know, get into the points more than once. Yeah. We're going to have to see him, you know, do some overtakes, do some, like, we're going we're gonna to have to see him qualify uh, better. We're going to have to see, like, if, if I see all of these things, if all of these things happen, and I don't mean, like, once, and I don't, you know, if, like, then I'll be like, well, maybe, okay, he's improving, and this is only his second year, technically in F1, you know, I mean. Yeah. You could say that. Yuki had a tough year last year and no one really talks about him that way. But of course, I don't think he did as poorly, but no, I mean, then again, he's in a better car. I don't know. Um, You know, even Yuki himself famously was like, I was surprised they wanted me back because I crashed so much. You know, I just watched that episode they did on him or his like half Mm -hmm. episode on. Yeah. Drive to Survive. And I thought it was really good. And I feel like he's. Yeah. Getting better. You know, though, you know who I would like to see, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, in that seat at Williams is Nick DeVries. Yeah, I mean, why not? Like, I'm happy to see anyone in that seat, personally, other than Nikki. Lit- I'm sorry. I'm Nikki. sorry. I keep having to say I feel like I feel bad. Seems very he seems nice. seems very nice. 
but like this is supposed to be the pinnacle of motorsport. I'm 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 sorry, but I'm not sorry because fewer people have raced an F1 car than have like gone to the moon. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like or have oh, gone into space. I shouldn't yeah. say the moon because yeah, not that many people went to the moon because we haven't done that much. Uh, but like have like gone to space. You know, like it's you know it, it's it's a very elite club of a very small group of people. Yeah, and. You really, if you don't belong there, then you don't belong there. That's that's it. Like enough already with this. Like go go do something else. Like he could do so many other things. I don't. I I mean, I'm sure he's like committed to this and he enjoys it and whatever. But like, I don't know. I mean, how how enjoyable could it have been getting like death threats or whatever people sent him after Abu Dhabi, which is not cool and I don't condone. Yeah, not cool. Not okay. But like. That's not enjoyable. No. I'm sure like Lance Stroll now has had to turn off his he's been uh, his last couple of posts on Instagram have the comments turned off. And as I understand is because, yeah, because he's gotten, you know, like a lot of hate. Right. Because he's also not doing great. Aston Martin's not doing great, et cetera, which is not nice and not cool. But like at the same time, sports fans, unfortunately, <laughs> do do tend to take it to a new level. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so he, you know, so people are like lamenting that he had to turn his comments off. And I'm like, well, you know, you wouldn't get negative comments if you weren't in F1. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you I'm know, sorry, but speaking about Aston Martin, I don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah, it's I feel not good. I feel bad for Sebastian Vettel. Um, I do, too. I want I him in a too. good car because he's still a good driver. I will. I will stand Ugh. by that. He's not washed up. No. Yeah, I know. It's just so sad. Like, did you see the memes like where like his uh, scooter was faster than his uh, uh, Aston Martin? It probably like, was. was, it was a, yeah, it might have been. It might have been <laughs> like he like I was. Uh, uh, we'll just we'll just work uh, funny news events into, I think, talking about the race like. Um, I don't if people don't know every year Sebastian names his car and it's always like some it's some a lot of them have been like ridiculous like you can look it up I'll, I can put a link in the show notes if you guys want to see like there's probably I'm sure there's a list of all the car names he's given his cars over the many years he's raced and there was like a contest like see if you can guess what Sebastian Vettel's gonna name his car and who's ever whoever gets like closest because it was not like multiple choice or anything right because they don't right. know what he's gonna name it it was just like come up with a name and whoever gets closest gets some kind of prize or something. So I was like, oh, fun. You know, I don't even remember what I put because this was so long ago and he hasn't named it. And so now we come to know that um, he hasn't named it because he's like, this car is too slow for me to name. <laughs> like, that's not that, those aren't his exact words. But it's essentially what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Don't don't maybe don't bother naming that car. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, uh, so I, yeah, I feel very bad for him. And like, yeah, I mean, he hasn't had a lot of time in that car. What with being out the first two races, and obviously the car is a problem. Yeah, um, as well. Yeah, like I'm still not here for the people that are like, Seb, retire, get out of here. Like, come on, he, we don't. He's younger than Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yes, he's old. not performing at. Lewis's level but then who is and then also he's not in a good car so like just leave the man alone he's I don't want to like I would I would miss him you know because like he doesn't have social media and he's not at any like so you know other drivers if you're a fan of theirs and you support them and follow them one day they'll leave f1 and you'll still see them on social media or you'll see 
stuff they're doing. Like, when we're not, where, what are we going to see about Seb? Like, it's going to be sad when you leave. It will be. It's going to be sad. Be the end of an era. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, even, even, even Kimmy now has, you know, I mean, or like his wife's Instagram and he, he technically has one of his own, but like his wife will post more often, of course. So we get to see like them and the kids. It's so cute. But yeah. So. So yeah, Aston Martin, I do not know. I really hope they can get things together. So now they're, aren't they, are they the only team now without points, I think? Yeah. I think they, yeah. So it's, it's very sad. Um, lots of sadness in this race. <laughs> lots of sadness, right? Like, uh, well, sadness for some, happiness for others, you know, I guess. Bad weekend for Carlos. <gasps> oh my God. Poor Chili. Yeah, that was, he, he really got just the short end of the stick, the shortest end. So bad. Like, I, I real I genuinely felt like really bad for him. Like, he's not, I don't know if he's like one of my most favorite drivers or whatever, but like, it's gotta be rough being on that team with Charles. You know, I mean, in the very beginning, well, we're still in the very beginning of the season. It's only the third race, but like, you can tell that he like really wants to be there right there with Charles. Like, and he's like, I can do it. I can do it if I just like work hard and try to, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't think he can. I mean, I hate to say it. But. Well, you know, I had heard something, I believe during the broadcast that they were saying that if he had, if he had won the race, he would have been the first driver to lead or if he had come in second or something like that, mm-hmm. he would have been the first driver to lead the world driver's championship standings without having won a race in. Right. Right. Because he has not won like a race. Since like or something. I feel like that's one of the things that's like, you know, that like you have to, to be a world champion, you obviously have to win races. <laughs> that goes without saying. Well, but not mathematically to, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like, but you probably are going to have to win at least some, um, you know, especially, I mean, unless, yeah, mathematically, I guess it's possible to, you know. If you get a podium finish every time and the yeah. first and second person changes every time. Yeah, I guess that does happen sometimes, but oh, it doesn't it seem totally to could happen. happen much in the last however many years. Like usually if there's a couple of people or even three or four people that are. That's what I was saying though about, I think this year is going to be different just with. So you, Okay. I mean, the Merce- you know, Mercedes were doing better this yeah, race. Yeah, and I they think were. Lewis, they were. Lewis would have been in the top three had he not had a spot of bad luck. Yeah, that was just the safety and, car situation. Um, yeah. You know, Max Verstappen's car, for lack of a <laughs> shit itself. So. I can't, I, I can't lie. That made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. And I don't care. Like, I saw someone posting um, something online about, like, you know, like, I don't care if you're not a Max fan, but like, you shouldn't be happy about him DNFing. And I'm like, no, you can be happy about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's listen, a, like, we are <laughs> haters. It is okay to hate things. Like, it's okay to, like, I, of course, like, I, as long as no one gets hurt. Yeah. And as long as, you know, everyone's safe, I'm going to go ahead and be happy because you know what? There is very little justice in the world as it is. And when there's a little bit of karma like this and like in Bahrain, I'm going to be happy. I like there's there's so little justice. Like think about all the all the injustices of the world. Yeah. You know, the the war, hunger, famine, you know, human rights abuses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Very little justice. So when there's a little bit, I think we should celebrate it. I'm, I'm with you on that. And also, like at the end of the day, like this is just a, a sport. 
right? And mm-hmm. like, exactly, it really doesn't matter. No, I mean that's sometimes that really bothers me. Does this bother you? Like, I've I've been meaning to ask you about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, now is as good a time as any. Yeah, right. Um, to <laughs> to like, of course, all sports fans like will you know take things too. Like that's just like a normal part of being a sports fan. And like, of course, I get it. I probably do that too. You know, there are times when you get really invested in something and that's normal but like what I don't understand is the way that I feel like this is unique to Formula One like a lot of things are (laughs) like we've talked about our Formula One is really unique in many ways and not like other sports um as it really is uh but like that people get like of course you form connections to the drivers and you support your favorite driver but I feel like sometimes people are like they take it to this like unhealthy level Almost, you know what I mean? I don't mean like in terms yeah. of fandom of like being, but like like considering it their duty to like protect this driver from, you know, negative comments or, or yeah. from, you know, like it's that's just weird to me. I, you know, I wonder if it's because the sport is so dangerous and people do inherently know that, that they, yeah, they start to kind of form these unhealthy attachments. I sound like a therapist. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean sometimes it's not unhealthy and it's totally fine yeah and like I mean I to a certain extent um there's a lot of that in the fandom around Lewis which is actually sort of valid because like Lewis is unprotected like oh yeah and he like he like needs protection well and also uh, just like the absolutely horrific things that you can find on the internet um, which I don't recommend doing no said about him yeah Yeah, I mean he he like that's I think he's a bit of an exception I mean of course I I still would think it was weird if someone like is you know at a level of like where they think that they know him or that you know stuff like that or people yeah obviously we we don't know him a weird line but like if you're you know that's I think it's a bit different but yeah I mean and I'm just like why like I feel like that I, I see this type of thing a lot in in the fan community around F1 where like this is one example of people being like oh you shouldn't be happy about Max having a DNF you know and then I saw similar stuff with like this article that came out where Toto was saying stuff about Michael Massey like I don't know the context even of what of of when he said these things but he you know with people being like oh let it go Toto you know it's over Michael Massey's gone he's not the race director anymore like why are you still saying these things I'm like he's saying them because it's still true and it's still valid and it's still and just because he's gone it doesn't mean everything's okay and I feel like it also has been an important I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys to see this article but basically you know Toto said that he was like he talked about how he had a meeting with Michael Massey or not a meeting but he like they had lunch or something like the week uh during the week before the Abu Dhabi race and how Toto was telling him like that you know a lot of people are you know because people already have been criticizing him a lot obviously throughout the season and and Toto was like you don't seem to take criticism very well <laughs> yikes he was, kind of, he was like trying to advise him like he was trying to be like listen you know sometimes people's criticism is valid you know and maybe yeah. you should listen to it sometimes and and now so now I'm having all these thoughts like did he like was Michael Massey like he had this conversation with him and he was like fuck that guy <laughs> and then you know because when I played the words over in my head we went motor racing Toto we had a motor race you know that I'm like maybe he was really pissed at him for telling him that like that interaction was like the most real housewives s oh my god yes yes interaction of all of well that's what formula i mean one. that's what like formula one is like the you know it's it's already like that well like that's I, we were talking about driver survive last week and how mm-hmm. we were talking about the ratings and how 
it's gone down, right? And I was thinking to myself, like, that is the Real Housewives curse. Like, the first three seasons of any Real Housewives franchise, incredible, (laughs) amazing, (laughs) top tier. Like, Salt Lake City right now, incredible. Oh, yeah. I mean, I stopped watching long ago. I have no idea even what cities they're in now or what the deal is. You got to watch. You have to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's insane. These people. (laughs) Um, Wait, so you're saying it's good. You're saying even though it's. Like, have they come full circle? Now it's good again? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the first three uh, seasons of any Real Housewives franchise. So if you okay. watch the first three seasons of Beverly Hills. Oh, Hill, I get what you're saying. I get what York, you're saying. The first three. Great. Okay, once there's more than three seasons of once, a given. Yeah, so it's like the Real yeah. Housewives curse. So now right, that Dragon Survive has gotten right. past that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Down. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Back when I used to watch them, they did seem to drop off. After, right, yeah. after season yeah, three. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people, okay. people would this start is... to leave. They'd be yeah, like, I don't want to do this you'd anymore. Have, right, and you'd have different people, and they weren't as good, and, you know, et cetera. Yep. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I think that is, that is what's happened to Drive to Survive. But, like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, having read this, and so there were people that are like, this looks bad on Toto to still be talking about this guy who's, you know, he's not there anymore. And I'm like, no, it doesn't look bad on Toto. No, First of all, I take extreme issue with the fact that people think that, like, what do they think has happened? Did they think that Toto like called a press conference to say, I want to talk about Michael Massey? You know, he was asked probably questions and maybe you should take it up with those journalists. And then people are like, well, you know, they asked the questions because they know he's going to say something. He could just be like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. And I'm like, why? Why should he say that? If he has something he wants to say, then he should be able to say it. And the, again, these are yeah. still valid, like because the, the narrative all of last season about Michael Massey, and even after what happened at Abu Dhabi, the narrative from, like, all the pundits and a lot of commentators was like, oh, you know, he did his best. He was doing his best. He was thrust into this role that he wasn't ready for, and he was overwhelmed, and he couldn't handle it, and it was too much for one person. That was the narrative about mm-hmm. Michael Massey. But to- what Toto has now said paints a completely different picture. Yeah, it does. Because he has, it paints a completely different picture of someone who, as he referred to it, was someone who he felt was like arrogant, wouldn't listen to feedback, thought he was always right. He said that in some of the driver's briefings, people felt like they were, all, he was almost like insulting them, you know? Ooh, and yeah. That's not great. No. Because like the and, drivers are the ones actually out there putting their lives on the line. Yeah, like it's and, his job to keep them safe. Right. Yeah. And if they don't feel safe, that's I mean, this is this is just this is from Toto's point of view. Of course, we don't know what Michael Massey would say about this because he hasn't said anything about anything. I assume he probably can't. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I would assume he can't say anything about anything. He still works for the FIA, and I don't know what he does. Is he cleaning the toilets? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know because they haven't really said right. Yeah, like they he's just in a he's just in like the smallest smallest closet office at um you know oh, it's like, it's Concord. Like, an, like it's like an office space where they're trying to get rid of Milton you know the guy like and yeah. they put him in the basement the office basement, yeah like they, they don't want to fire him but they yeah so they're just like keeping like him that. locked away in Paris yeah Michael Massey's the the Milton of uh of, of the FIA yeah so he's down there with the stapler and you know yeah so I so I was like this is not like this is actually still like if it was just Toto being like Michael Massey smells bad and I don't like his clothes and you know but this was actually something that was adding to information to all the situations last year that again 
the narrative was that like this guy was over his head everyone leave him alone and then after they fired him too there were people that were like well not fired i mean they after they demoted him and removed him from the role of race director people were like oh poor michael massey you know like i'm like really like what no he didn't and maybe this is like american of us but like if a, if an nfl head coach has one bad season we're like fire him yeah. Put him up, put him, burn him at the stake. Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe is a bit much, maybe. but at the same time, it's like expected. Yeah. It's, it's not, we're not, no one's surprised here. If, I, I think, you know, I wonder if this has to do with our like brutal version of capitalism that we just expect people to lose their jobs on a whim, you know, <laughs> but this wasn't on a whim. Yeah. That's the thing. It was not on a whim. He screwed up a lot. Uh, he, if this was run you know, and it is actually run by Americans. Well, not the FIA, but he would have been fired, like, and not that this is a good thing, but he would have been fired halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think there's, you could make a case for, like, well, we give the guy a whole season to see what, but the fact of the matter is they weren't even going to demote him unless there, what happened. Because there was pressure. Know. Yeah, there was pressure. And even, even after what happened in Abu Dhabi, I don't think that they were going to do any, because, no. but there was all this pressure from fans and from people, you know, there was there was a continual discussion about it. This was wrong and this, you know, and it's his fault. And, you know, anyway, we'll have to do like a whole Abu Dhabi episode one day, maybe. Yeah, um, I was going to say, well, like- listeners, <laughs> um, if you couldn't tell, we're still upset about it. We're still yeah. upset about Abu Dhabi. Overall, I'm able to enjoy the season. I'm watching the races. Things are going yeah. OK. Like I'm still I'm enjoying it. But definitely I've had moments where. Um, and actually, I had one in this race. Um, it was towards the beginning. I no, it was uh, it was when it it was when Lewis was done over by the safety car situation, and you know lost uh, position to George. And he um, and it was I think they were like they were talking to uh, Ted Kravitz in the pit lane, and I forget what they were talking about, but like he he met like you know Crafty was like oh Lewis you know he said something and he's like he's gonna lose. Uh, that was, you know, the safety car didn't help him there. And and Ted Kravitz was like, well, it's not the first time a safety car has hurt Lewis. Yeah. And and Crofty was like, he like shut that shit down. He was like, no, Ted, we're getting past that, Ted. It's all over. Like, he was, I, I was like, this. no, thank you. I thank you, Ted this. Kravitz. I do remember I was this. Like, I was like, shut up, Crofty. Like, it's not, you know. I mean, I think that oftentimes when I All the time. listen to Crofty. <laughs> you know what I want? And this we can we can get into because we wanted to talk about the ESPN contract. But yeah, I speaking of the Masters, I brought this up earlier. I want Jim Nance from CBS Sports to cover F1. I think it'd be wonderful. <laughs> well, does he know anything about F1? <laughs> no, but he has a great voice. Oh. <laughs> He's very calming. Okay, but that's, Him and Tony that's, Romo. Our unmatched NFL duo. That's okay, my hot well, take for the episode. We should we should petition him and uh, see if we can make that happen. Of course, I would rather there was a female commentator, oh, me too. at least as well. Yeah, but Jim you Nance, know, we'll, great. We'll put American ourselves forward. Treasure. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I will put a link so that you guys can learn more about this gentleman and maybe hear some of his commentary, since apparently he has a great voice. I mean, it's like there's already been so many times like that this season where I'm like, okay, I'm trying to move past it. I'm trying to move past what happened last season, but it's hard because things will come up like this where Ted is like, and and the thing that was hard for me to hear was not just the Crofty like shut it down was like, eh, we're not going to talk about that. But it was like, it, it's like so obviously still like some kind of joke to these people. Like, it just seems like it's a yeah. big joke to them. It just, yeah. you know, 
we don't it's not a joke we don't love sky um on this podcast no no in general not a fan not a fan not at all fan. i prefer i do I, i'll say unfortunately i prefer them to the to the f1 people though which i think are even worse <laughs> the the liberty media people i'm sorry because it's often like will buxton and i'm like no it's yeah it's it's like it's like when people say they go to vote and they hate both choices it's like that <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to pick which i which commentators to listen to you know i elections are coming up soon and i can't go there yeah no it's very it's depressing there a lot of yeah they have elections in a lot of places now there's this crazy crap going on in france anyway yes not a politics podcast well it is but it isn't um but but yeah but to get back to other things in the race yeah i mean alex was like my i forgot to vote for driver of the day but i totally would have voted for i him. was gonna say who's I mean, like, your driver of course charl yeah yeah i mean of course charl won of course i mean you know and we should say i mean charl is like you know he's killing it oh my god let's yeah. be honest I, I am happy for him. I feel like he's really waited it out. Yeah. And and yeah. hasn't complained and has put in the work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I have no, I, I'm like, I would be okay with him. If Mercedes can't get their act together, if, you know, whatever, I, I can deal with it. I can deal with a Charles world champion. Uh, I, I don't, you know. I think it's been clear who I don't want. Yeah, well, I, this is a thought I had about, um, you know, having a little bit of joy that Max didn't finish. like Or a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to, to feel that happiness. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. happy when the Green Bay Packers lose. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there's nothing There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, you wouldn't be happy if someone, like, got seriously hurt. No, I don't want something. anybody yeah. to get hurt or to die no. or any of that stuff. no. No, of course not. Like if Max had had like some kind of horrible crash, that would and, like be that's why terrible. he was out. That would be completely different. Yes, that would be completely different. But this was that that Red Bull powertrain not powering very much. Not reliable. It does <laughs> not, not give reliable. you wings. No, it doesn't. No, I mean I didn't like. I'm so mystified as why was it not an issue for Checo? I wonder. I mean something. I don't know. These cars are very complicated. It could be. Yeah, you they know. did. They did say that they were going with two different setups um and i don't know if you know i've heard people talking about like is it because max like pushed much harder is it because he was like did he like who knows i don't know yeah no one knows but if you if you look at the car too hard it will combust so (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true who knows these are very 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 complex and delicate machines (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right look at it the wrong way the wing will fall off Yeah. yeah It'd be like, yeah, uh, totally. not today. No. It's like, it's, oh, you wanted but... to race right now? Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, but I mean, you know, uh, yeah, so Alex, that I, I would have probably, but I, again, I keep forgetting, I totally keep forgetting to vote for driver of the day. I used to always do it, and I feel like the person I vote for never gets it, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's a little bit boring, because it's always like, the, it's often like the race leader, right? Yeah. Gonna get it, so it's like, okay. Who cares? I, I like to look at it as like who's the most entertaining. Yeah. Um Yeah, and Alex provided massive amount of entertainment. I mean, he came from again, like if people have forgotten, he came he was he started twentieth last. So good. He was incredible on Sunday. I mean, he did such a good job. He was up in, you know, he he got that point for tenth, but he was really up in like sixth or seventh or I can't remember. Like he was like four seconds behind Danny Rick, I wanna say. Yeah. And so, you know, he was he's amazing. 
Go Alex. Like, I love to see it. I love to see it. I hope he continues to do well there and embarrass Latifi. And I'm in sorry. a Mercedes engine. Yeah, I think the Mercedes engine discourse is, like, over now, hopefully. Hopefully. I it don't seems care. Like, seems like things are okay with the Mercedes engine, so I don't know. I don't know what that was in the first two races. What else was something awesome that happened during the race or the race weekend? Anything come to mind? For me, it was all the um, horny energy. (laughs) (laughs) Going to jail, Anna. I know. I know. The the homoeroticism, you might say. I think it's just australia i think that's what what is the deal with australia i think that's what australia does to to f1 or to people i say this fully as somebody who's never been to australia so yeah the the horniness of of the weekend was just something else it was like yeah i i don't know what what is i did i didn't think of australia as like this bastion of hedonism you know horniness but i guess yeah i don't know i mean it's not it's (laughs) <laughs> I don't get it, but it was great. If people didn't see, I will try to put some links for you. I probably won't even be able to find all of the things, but like, you know, they had the fan zone events again at this Grand Prix, like they, you know, in the pre-COVID times and just all the drivers were being extra spicy with each other, which is, you know, funny because <laughs> they're all, I mean, I felt like a certain way about it. I'm not sure if you felt this way too, but I was kind of like a little bit like, is this okay? Like, cause none of you are actually gay, uh, to our, to our knowledge. knowledge, uh, to our knowledge. And it just felt a little bit like, why are you performing this like persona, which isn't you? It felt like a little bit. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like how would a queer person feel watching this? I don't know. I, um, I don't know if you're if you're if you're someone who's queer and you had feelings about it that were positive or negative. Let us know what they. Yeah, were. was it just a a um, guys be guys being dude situation or was it something else? Yeah, because I could see it. I'm trying to imagine for something that would involve me somehow that it could be like it could feel, you know, like somebody making fun of you, sort of in a way. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, but it was, but it was funny. Um, nevertheless, like, I mean, there was even like, I saw this picture of like, where Pierre standing like them, like giving Yuki like a massage and I'm like, what is happening? I, I don't understand. (laughs) I, okay. (laughs) So that was great. That was great. And I mean, right in line with that whole vibe was the, there were all these weird directives from, yeah, so many, so I mean, the jewelry thing was weird too, like whatever. (laughs) Like, you know, that you're not supposed to wear any jewelry in the car. And, you know, it did really d- definitely did feel, of course, like aimed at Lewis because he's, you know, the one who has the most stuff yeah. than et cetera. And he did say like, he's like, well, I'm not taking like he was like some of like his ear piercings and things or whatever. He was like, I can't actually even take them out. Like, it's like, well, like it would have to be like cut or whatever. Like it's welded. Yeah, or it's, there are you know, some like, that are just, I um, mean, you know, like welded yeah. together, like you said. Yeah. He's like, I'm not, you know. And so probably no one's going to have any issue with that. But it's also like, it's weird. Like, does this, what does this mean? That the, suddenly the, the race director is concerned about these little, tiny, seemingly not that important Well, things. I have to say, I am surprised that they are allowed to wear jewelry just because it's like, it can be flammable. But maybe yeah. this is an indication of how much Michael Massey didn't actually do his job. <laughs> just a thought. <laughs> maybe like maybe, maybe this was a role that know. was supposed to be happening the whole time but it wasn't being enforced well, it was. i mean all of the, these are these are all yeah like these are existing rules that already have existed 
and they're just kind of you know um they're reinforce they're kind of reminding the drivers yeah. of them they're being like hey fyi don't forget you know that you're not and yeah the i mean the underwear thing okay so if people haven't heard that was another one they were told that <laughs> just reminder to you guys that you're supposed to wear either i mean i don't understand are they supposed to like acquire special underwear if they were to be in full compliance with this I'm, rule, I'm sure like flame retardant that underwear. Puma could whip up a pair of. I, I mean, I don't understand since the rule exists and has existed for like a long time. Like it's not like yeah. a new rule. Like what? What did they when they first made the rule? What did they intend for them to wear? Or did they intend for them not to wear any underwear? Because that would be well, the other way to go. Wear boxers, like to like, just I wear mean, the. If, 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 if their underwear is <laughs> on fire, like if their if their suit is on fire, they're much larger problems than yeah see this is what i don't understand like the things that they wear are fireproof there's the layer there's the fire the long underwear yeah. type things underneath that are fireproof the suit is fireproof if you if it's gotten down to the underwear level then it's probably it's such a serious fire that like that it's was not, not gonna, gonna save stop you. it's not if gonna save had... anything <laughs> it's not well, gonna help to just like let to them have... be comfortable I mean, it's just okay, but I mean, you know, of course, like there, are, there are definitely. I mean, it's it's a, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious concept. Like, how are they gonna? Are they gonna check their underwear? I mean, are they get like what's, you know? Yeah, when I they mean, get that's weighed, the question I have. Check. Like, when they get weighed, are they gonna be like, excuse me, I have to see if well, you're wearing and then the proper what if, underwear? You know, one day there is a female in or a woman in F one, and I thought about that too. Chooses to wear. I thought a about bra, that like, too. I mean, it's. I don't. Yeah, Let they're me gonna know have if to. If anybody finds with... one, I want to try one on. Send it our way. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, let's be honest. Many, many um, women currently are um, trying to figure out if they can get a job at the FIA, doing the inspecting, you know, of the underwear. Oh. <laughs> Certainly, I was like, many what do you people. Mean? Many people. What do you mean? I understand now. Oh, no, you know I what really I mean. They're getting with. Why at the FIA? Oh, you poor innocent like, lamb. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's been, there's been discussions, oh. of course, you know, oh. in certain corners oh. of like, well, that's a, a, yeah. I mean, I excuse me, I need to see your underwear, Pierre. I need to see oh. your underwear. <laughs> Whoever, fill in your favorite driver. I'll I mean, pass. it's funny because, yeah, no, I, I'm not interested either. But it's funny. I did hear people saying that they were like, you know, this is probably all George's fault. Because in that episode of Drive to Survive, where you see him in his underwear, um, they oh, were like, and he, you know, maybe, maybe the race director was like, that's not the right underwear. <laughs> <a> second. <laughs> yeah, he was making a joke about like not being a uh, Valtteri. This season's Bottas. Oh, my God. He knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. That, that man is he we've all seen the shirtless selfies. We've all seen the things. He 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 yeah. he was not accidentally yeah. in his underwear. Like you can't tell me that that was an accident. Oh, that he was like, oh, oh the camera's here. Oh, here I didn't, today? I didn't know. What? what? What's going on? It's changing. <laughs> yeah, just you know, getting dressed. I mean, he you could tell he like acted like as if like, oh oh, they're filming me. Oh okay, let me turn around. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yes, yeah, so a few people were saying like, oh, maybe this is all George's fault. Because, like, that's probably not the right underwear because it looked like some kind of standard normal underwear, you know, that anyone would wear, whether you're a race car driver or not. And, but it's funny because it's like, yeah, really, I mean, you, you got to believe they're not actually going to inspect their underwear. It's like, what is the point even of telling them this? It's silly. It's, it's very silly. That. They should just be allowed to wear whatever underwear or lack of underwear they want. That's, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, all right. And then um, also, we must note the fact that there has been slander against one of our favorite people. Like, you, you could say he's one of our favorite drivers, and that would be Burnt Maylander, the driver of the safety car. I don't car. think that the... Here's the thing. I'm not trying to agree with Max Verstappen. And I'm not, I don't think the criticism is towards our favorite driver on the grid. I think it's towards the actual car. <laughs> okay. That's, because that's, the that's fair. Is slow. <laughs> and this is something that we know already. <laughs> All the Aston Martins are slow. Whether it's he, the F1 car or the safety was, car, they're slow. He did say that he thought that the Mercedes was faster. Well, that was George. George ch- uh, chimed in with his, because George is Mr. Company oh. Man. And he chimed in right away with the like, well, the Mercedes AMG safety car, which is the other safety car they have at some of the races. He's like, well, that one's like five seconds faster. And then Charles was like, well, they should have a Ferrari safety car because that one would be even faster. And it was like, oh, I mean, well played, well played played by Charles. Yeah, because that was, you know, I mean, Ferrari will be very happy with him, too. But yeah, because George, like no one asked you. They were asking Max because he's the one that made the comments you know, over the radio, like, can't the safety car go any faster? I mean, this is, I find this silly because it's like every, like, Max is not the only driver to no. ever complain about the safety car going slowly. Like, that happens every, a lot. Every time like, somebody's behind it, yeah, they're like, they're it's, driving it's too almost, slow. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, it's most almost certainly time, not. But no, no. But I, I was, uh, I actually, I mean, Charles led the whole race. He never uh, wasn't in the lead. So he would have been the driver behind the safety car, you yeah. know, both times. I think there were just the two. And they did ask, because, you know, Max was one that, like, made the comments over the radio. But then they asked, they asked Charles in the press conference about it. And he was like, he was like, well, yeah, I mean, of course, it's going slow and it's hard for us to keep the temperature in our tires when we're going that slow. But he was like, I was watching the safety car and I could see how much he was sliding through the corners. And he's like, I knew that meant he was going as fast as he could, so I didn't say anything on the radio. And I was like, yes, that's, 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 an, yes. Yeah, that's an appropriate, a fair response. That's nice. That's nice. I mean, like, I get it. It's frustrating. Right. You know, you're well, trying to, keep, you know, but like everyone has the same problem. Like, you're not no. the only driver who has that problem. Everyone's having this problem right now is everyone's having to go slow behind the safety car. Like, shut <laughs> up. Like, no, again, like, I'm, I'm like, I will not have this burnt slander so for people who don't know it's like my dream to drive the safety car yeah, i wish i, I really want to drive the safety car That'd be that would be job. amazing you could pretend you're leading the race you know it's pretty great you know you got you're like well i'm i'm ahead of max Verstappen, or i'm ahead of Charles. always Clark, always you know? my driver of the day. yes totally exactly exactly and i'm like i will not i will not have this like stop stop slandering the man he's doing his best <laughs> in a crappy like, car you, you can believe yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, it's not a, like, I mean, it's a crappy car compared to an F1 car, but then like, so was every car. You best believe he is on the limit of that car. Like he is going as fast as he can in that car. Like that car can only go yeah, so it's fast. A road car. It's a, it's it's a, a regular road car. car. Yeah. It's a car that someone could buy. It's, it's an expensive sports car for sure. Not like it some, is not you know, my, it's not like yeah. a Honda, <laughs> but, not a but it can only Toyota go Corolla. so fast. No, yeah, in sport no. mode. But so <laughs> it did. It did make me wonder, though. Like, what would they like if this? If 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 it were ever like a serious issue, really, where they thought that like, well, the safety car is not fast enough. Like, what is there anything else they could use? Like, they, they I don't could know. Probably like, soup maybe. up the engine somehow. Yeah, could they? Couldn't they, they could do, do something? something? They could modify I mean, I figure, it. You would think. I mean, I think it's already somewhat modified. Potentially, I'd have to. I have to go back and like there was a whole 
uh, episode of Beyond the Grid about this once, and they did they like they talk he talked to Burnt for the episode. It was actually really interesting. I have to about, listen to it. You know, there's so much to it actually. Yeah, there's like a ton. I'll put a link for you guys if you want to listen in the show notes. Like it's a really interesting episode actually because. You know, there's so much to driving the safety car that no one ever knows right. or thinks about. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot to it. Like there's often there's like a guy with him. Oh, like a co-driver type it's, thing. It's, yeah, well, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's like a whole to do. And Evko Burnt is actually a yeah. former racer. Like, so he's not just like some no, Joe Schmo. No, like, he's I don't qualified. know if people know this. So, yeah, he's extremely qualified to drive that car as fast as he possibly can around all the tracks, um, you know, that they go to because he literally goes to all of them. And I mean, he like practices, he like drives. If you ever see the video, there's often a video of like safety car on board. Like, you know, he'll, he'll be there first and, you know, he'll drive the court, he'll drive the track and you can see, especially if when there's changes or things or if it's a new track, it's a nice way to see the track a little yeah. slower than, <laughs> than when it's an <laughs> F1 car, which is like, what, what's going on? What? <laughs> there was a corner. Okay. You know, they're going quite fast. So yeah, I'm like, okay, just leave burnt alone. That's all I have to say about that. Um, don't don't slander his good name. <laughs> uh, and uh, just to wrap things up, um, obviously there's potentially a million, many more things to say. I guess we should talk. We should let's let's touch on the ESPN. Yeah, let's, though, not let's, ESPN, let's but the very briefly. Let's um, here take it away. Yeah. I'll... So the TV rights in the U S are currently sold to ESPN, which is the largest, yeah, I would say the largest sports network in the United States. Um, and that deal, that contract is set to end at the end of this current season. And starting in 2023, there could be a new partnership struck with one of the various channels in the United States. It's not like the UK. Yeah, or a or, streaming, yes, service, or possibly. streaming service, possibly. Yeah. It is not like the UK where your only option is either Sky, BBC, or I think Channel 4. There are many, many options. Every network has a sports division. You know, all of the baseball games are split between them. All of the football games are split between them, etc. Yep. And it used to be before it was on ESPN. I think it wasn't it on NBC. I, yeah, it was. It or was like on. Some, I think so. Speed TV, which is a part of, was at the time part <gasps> right, of NBC. Right. Um, That's right. And That's right. currently, NBC has the contract for IndyCar, and Fox has the contract yep. for yep. NASCAR in the United States. Okay. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I mean, this is interesting because it's like, what's you know, for for again, this is an issue for us as American viewers of F1, this doesn't affect those of you who aren't, um, or those of you who only watch on F1 TV and don't care, but there's, it's an issue for the sport in general, because like a lot of people will not necessarily sign up for a service like F1 I, TV. I don't pay for it. They, yeah. 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 I, I do only because I'm, well, I don't even know why I do, to be honest, because I do watch the races live typically, but they do have a lot of other stuff, you know, you can, but I end up not using I end up not, not, I think, I think I don't think I'm making the most of it, yeah. to be honest. Like, you know, you can yeah. watch, like, you can go, like, you can go to any onboard. You can do you the can, like, archived races. Here, there's a, all this, yeah, there's all the old races, which I, I keep trying to make time to watch stuff and I, I just can't. Um, so it's like, I'm not even really, I don't know why I'm paying for it. Well, well <laughs> but, also, um, I think this is important for context too, about the, um, races being shown on ESPN. So ESPN just has the right to broadcast. F1 in the United States, they don't currently have a ESPN commentary, commentary team. team. Yeah. So all of the feed that we get in the United States is actually Sky. Um, so that, I think, is 
kind of the most interesting part of this. And I hope that mm-hmm. I would prefer, and we could get into this a little bit, I would prefer that the contracts stay with ESPN. Um, they said that they're committed to keeping it ad-free like it is right now. Yeah. And the, and the reason why it could not go ad-free is because IndyCar and NASCAR too, which are on, uh, IndyCar is on NBC and NASCAR is on Fox, they both show the races with ads. They'll do this weird split mm-hmm. screen thing and show... Or sometimes yeah, completely, sometimes they'll completely cut away from the race. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so I hope ESPN keeps keeps the contract, keeps it ad free, and is able to build out a commentary team. If not just for you know the USGPs, which they do actually show yeah. those. They show those they on do. ABC. They, yeah, so not they on ESPN. Had, they show them right, on ABC, which right. is a bigger channel. More. Have. I mean, I'm, 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 I feel not very optimistic that ESPN is going to hold on to it. Yeah. Unfortunately, because I don't know, maybe they will. Like, I mean, technically they, I don't see, because what's going to happen now is that ESPN acquired these rights at a time when F1 popular. was not that as big in the U S and not as popular period. Like they were having problems. Like they were not, you know, they weren't doing as well as they are now. And, you know, so they got these TV rights at like a bargain apparently. Um, and now things, things are, different. are different. So there's going to be, it's going to cost whoever uh, gets the contract. It's going to cost them way more. Um, and like, I actually saw, I saw the Liberty media CEO. He yeah. was like on CNBC talking about this. It is like a brief little segment. I'll put a link for you guys. If you want to see it, he was like, you know, he, he even alluded to that. He was like, well, and you know, ESPN kind of got away with something there. It was almost yeah. like what he said, <laughs> you know, because of the fact that they, um, they were able to acquire the rights at a time when, you know, they were, yeah, it was not, not such a hot commodity. And now it's a lot more of a hot what commodity. I, what I think is interesting, though, too, is that NBC, which owns CNBC, ironically, um, NBC kind of has this thing going where they, they show a lot of European sports. Like they, they are the ones that broadcast the Premier League in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so I could see them going for F1. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had it. They, they had, had it once, once before. They had their streaming service, so, Peacock. Yeah. Right. Um, I said it earlier in the podcast. I yeah. want CBS to get it. So Jim Nance. <laughs> I'm sure he's very busy on Sundays with his football. Um, <laughs> I was yeah, I was gonna say, how's he? he how's he even gonna? He'd have to just like stop doing. Oh the football my god, that somebody. would never happen. But um, yeah, I just no. I okay, know. exactly. He's the best. No, there's oh, gotta I'm be sure someone else who's. Yeah. But okay, it, there you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, we're putting yeah. we're putting ourselves forward <laughs> for the job. I was going to say though, I it, <laughs> I hope that whoever gets you know the new contract, they do build out a commentary team and I I hope it's Americans. I know. I know. Um, I I'm also not I'm I don't know if I'm optimistic about that either. You although know. you never know. I mean, it could happen. I I I just yeah, I mean, I would I would love it because it's like it's not just a matter of not loving Sky and their commentators. It's that it's a certain it's a certain yes. approach, and it's a certain you know uh, it's a certain take on. I mean, there's a reason that if people don't know, you know, people who are watching um, uh, people who are watching the races in other countries where they don't speak English, for example, they have their own yes. commentating teams in those countries that are giving people the commentary, not only in the language of that country, but I'm sure that it's more than just the language. It's, I'm sure that they're giving a perspective that's different, that is, you know, attuned to the fans in that yeah. country. And I, 
I would love it if we yeah. had that because we're different <laughs> than the European fans. <laughs> we're, I mean, you know, there's probably a great amount of variety, but it's like, it's like, I, I can't, I've gotten to the point where it's like, I don't even, I don't want to hear a British accent anymore. <laughs> I'm tired. Like I'm tired. I would, yeah. you know, because they, there's definitely this feeling. I feel like, especially among uh, British people that like they own motorsport it's, and it's like, it's the same it's thing in, in soccer as well. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I grew up playing soccer. Like, do you think we, do you think we don't yeah. do things here? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not no, as big here, right? No, I mean, isn't not it? Like, professionally, not a, yeah. but like we, yeah. we know how to play this. Yeah. Like, I did it my whole life. Um, <laughs> and, you know, one last point, I just remembered this. So Sky is actually owned by NBC. So right, it could be interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. It's, I mean, I think people's main concern, at least the one I've seen people talk about the most, is that they, you know, they wanted to stay commercial that is, free. That is and the most important of course, thing if it, to me, if it goes, personally. Yeah. If it goes to any streaming service, though, I don't know, not that I think this will happen, but if it were to like go to like Netflix or Hulu or something like that, you know, um, which, I, think I mean, be, it could happen. I it's mean, not like out of the realm seems of, like a good fit. It's not impossible. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're already you're already over there watching Drive to Survive, for example. Hey, maybe you want to actually watch the races. Just the thought. Um, but like, yeah, if it goes to those like that, that'll stay commercial free, too, because yeah. you're already paying for those services. So those would also be commercial free. But I guess the discussion, I think, is that, you know, it's like you want it to be as accessible as possible. You want it to be on a service that people don't have to sign up for some new service. But like, I mean, how many people? Yes, not yeah. everyone has a Netflix subscription or thing, but like so many people do that it would probably I feel like that wouldn't be a big compromise in terms of accessibility, no. you know, where. I mean, I mean, technically not everyone has ESPN. Right. So it's 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 you it's you know, basically you don't have cable. Not, then. Um, it's not yeah. included. If you don't, and these days there's so many more people that have like cut the cord and don't have cable and just have various streaming services subscriptions. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to yeah. follow the story, so to speak. It's not, it's obviously not, I don't know at what point they'll, you know, be, but it's this, this whole season right now that we're in is still ESPN. And then it's going to be, um, I assume sometime over the, I don't sometime know, over the summer, sometime probably. maybe over. I would expect, yeah, or or the winter break. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Okay, one last thing, you guys. We've got a fabulous and exciting new segment called Tweet of the Week. Um, and so what we're going to do is, um, as you've probably, hopefully you're all following <laughs> us on Twitter. If you're not, please follow us. It's racing underscore incident. Um, and what we're going to do is we are going to pick our favorite tweet Every week that someone, whether someone tweets us or you, you have to tag us, otherwise we won't see it, um, of, you know, something that's like the funniest response to something that we posted or something really smart and insightful, perhaps, could take the prize on a given week. Um, and so for our very first inaugural uh, winner of the Tweet of the Week um, was, uh, I will post it for you guys in the show notes, of course, as well. But uh, just to to tell you, uh, it's uh, it was I tweeted um, I tweeted when they uh, when they announced that Lance Stroll was going to get a um, three place grid penalty um, and he was already going to be like starting from the back. I'm like, I don't understand. How does that work? A three place grid penalty when because he crashed in qualifying. So he didn't obviously um, uh, finish qualifying and he was not doing well as it was. 
So I was like, how, what is the, how does this three place grid penalty work? Given that, you know, he's already starting from, from, uh, from the back and somebody replied, uh, so not somebody, but I will, I will say, um, uh, user savage biceps, which I hope you're not some kind of, um, you know, like a bodybuilding, um, uh, type, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but there is a subculture. There's a certain subculture in some bodybuilding communities. That's very um, toxic, crappy. Hopefully you're not a part of that savage biceps. Uh, but uh, yeah, savage biceps was like relegation to F2, I think. And I was like, that's not no, a bad I idea. I think that uh, Formula One should adopt a Premier League style relegation. Yes, there you go. There you, I'm tell, I'm like, the, these ideas, they happen and sometimes they, they're Stroll, the right idea. Latifi out. Like I was like, yeah. Piastri. I mean, in. exactly. Like if you qualify last and then you get a grid penalty... You should go back to F2. Like, that's it. Like, you're, you, you're so bad that you need to just go back and try that again. And let's see if you can, like, be more ready for F1 when you get, if you, if you get there again. Like, it's, I mean, it's no, not a bad, not a bad plan, plan, if you ask me. I, th- I think a really good plan. So thank you for that uh, funny tweet, Savage Biceps. And um, remember, you too could be the winner of the tweet of the week for which you get absolutely no it's prize It's a highly whatsoever. scientific process as well. Yes, yes. Highly scientific. And you, you see, you get nothing except our, you know, <laughs> love and devotion, which, which should be worth something, I think. Um, you know, you make us laugh uh, with your tweet or make us happy. I think it's, I think it's a good prize Agreed. in and of itself. So, so yeah, keep, uh, keep tweeting us and uh, you too. It'd be the winner on a future episode. We will try to do it every episode, I think, unless unless you guys all ignore us entire week and don't say anything to us, and then um, then we'll we'll have to uh, you know come up with our own. I'm funny hilarious. We'll 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 give the prize to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll give. I'll be like, oh, you win again." Thank you. I'd like to thank the academy. Yeah. There you my go. Family. My family. Yeah, everybody. So anyway, we will wrap yes. up on that note. Um, thank yeah, you guys for listening. As always, as this always. was a highly chaotic and <laughs> but very wonderful episode. So thank you for listening. Yeah, they're all going to probably be like yeah. that. Fair warning. That most likely that's the format. Um, the, the format is a lack of format. Um, so but thank you for listening, guys. And please, again, remember to subscribe um, if you haven't already. I don't know how you're listening to this if you haven't, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but please subscribe and please do write us a review. Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening. It really, really helps, um, um, you know, because it, it'll come up and search more, et cetera. Yeah. People, more people will see it. So we really need your help with that. And, and if you've already done that, if you're, like, really awesome and have done that already, you can um, tell your friends about it. If you have any, if you know anyone who's into Formula One or – or maybe they would like to get more into Formula One and they'd like to listen to a podcast about it. Tell them about it. Tell them how cool we are. You know, you want to. Um, so um, I think. Yeah, I just note, wanted to say, like, if you have any questions, please either DM us or send us an email. We, I think it'd be fun to do a mailbag yes. episode. Yeah, totally. We'd have to get some emails, though. So you guys, you know, get on that. And yeah, so once again, our email is uh, racing incident pod uh, pod at gmail.com so drop us an email if you have any questions or have any suggestions or comments or concerns um do you you know are you going to try to get a job at the fia inspecting <laughs> the driver's underwear we can't necessarily help you we with cannot. that 
but yeah, no. Uh, but if if you you know you want to tell us about how you would go about this, you know, go ahead and email us anything you want to tell us like that or anything like, you know, if you want to uh, agree that the safety car is off limits, <laughs> there should be no criticism of the safety car, anything like that. Drop us an email or tweet us or send us a DM on Twitter. Our DMs are open to anyone, even if we don't follow you. Um, so I think on that note, this has been Racing Incident episode two bye thank you so much for listening we are an independent podcast made with love and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens racing incident is hosted by me anna tarkov and ellen nolly it is produced by myself and ellen and editing and tech support is by tim rodriguez charles what's happened with max nothing just an incident on the race